And here are the categories for you. Civil servants. Stamps from around the world. Mothers and sons. Beer. Bar trivia. And finally, celibacy. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French art. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. I've always wondered, what what exactly are the questions in the category of celibacy? Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> what could you think of would be asked? Chastity Let's belt. See. Hmm. This device, this medieval device, was used to lock up. You can hit a lot of the uh, comic book sort of questions. <laughs> like it could just be a. What was the first television show where they slept in the same bed? You just go deep into uh, Star Wars trivia, things of that nature. <laughs> Celibacy. If you know these categories, (laughs) you are celibate. I like it. Uh, Okay, so here's here's here you go. This is probably a thousand dollar question. All right. What longtime Los Angeles Laker stayed celibate until his forties? Man, I remember hearing this. Yeah, his nickname was the forty year old virgin. Green. Yeah, AJ Green. AC. AC Green. AC Green. Yeah. AJ Green plays for us. Yes, in fantasy sports. Yes, AJ so, Green, very good. He actually receiver. plays for the Bengals, but you know, in my mind, he plays for me because he's he's well, frequently he's, on my he's teams. Our, uh, second round pick. Yeah, an important guy here. All right, well, welcome to the Quizzo Trivia Podcast once again, everybody. Drew and Nick back with you for episode thirty. All right, another milestone. Wow, the Who weeks just keep flying by. Thirty weeks of uh, bringing you trivia knowledge and uh, insight into the. Quizzo Live Trivia Game, which is played all across the country, predominantly in the South Jersey, Philadelphia. It's funny because time flies by, but then you see something that happened this week, and I'm like, man, this was, this just happened this week. Whose favorite joke is, do you want to know my favorite book? No idea. David Copperfield? Did you not see this headline? Uh, no. <laughs> so, apparently, uh, the last guy on earth that I would think would get blamed okay. for uh, any sexual misconduct... George H. W. Bush. Oh yes, I did. See, I did see that. I did, it's horrible. So he's, in a, he's in a wheelchair. Right. He's like ninety something years old. So he's an ass high, and he likes to uh, say, "You know what my favorite book is? David Copperfield." Like, can you even imagine that that's going on? David Copperfield. <laughs> yeah, get it? David yeah, I, Copperfield. I got it. I yeah. got it. Yeah, that's H. W.'s favorite joke. And okay. Okay. Yeah, just process that. So as he's got his hand on your ass, he says, you know what my favorite book is? (laughs) Now, who is accusing him of that, or is that just a known fact? No, it's just one woman came out and 
complained and, and, and said this is his. Yeah, joke. in the wake this of Harvey's, move. you know. Yeah, sure. Because now, now, like, now the floodgates now it's are all, open. Right, the floodgates right, right. are open. So some woman came out, and apparently there's video evidence of him doing it. Was and then he, another was woman, like ninety, backed it up. Isn't like the old, you know, the old incorrigible man still a defense? Or can you not? What's the age of that? I well, that is like, a great point. That is a great point. Are you just allowed to at ninety two get away with this well, kind look, of stuff? I could die at any minute. Give me a moment of happiness without complaining about it. I don't know. I just I don't know why I, I thought that H W was just not interested in women, women because in of that who way. he's married to. That's why. <laughs> That's why you think he's not interested in women. You <laughs> never heard of him. Cheating. Married the George Washington lookalike <laughs> since the eighties. She was a looker though. You know, it's, it's. I think what happens is when you're married to somebody that long, you still picture them like you were young. Well, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, you hope. Sure. You hope that's true. You hope you don't just, you know, look at reality in the face and be like, I guess I always just told, like, as I got older, I'd be more attracted to older women. No. As, that, no, no, that, that actually happen. doesn't happen now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to say. And, I uh, wish it did. It just doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, I'll tell you this, so though. For, for, I showed you just recently we had the Caddyshack reunion, like the Caddyshack reunion movie. And yeah. Cindy Morgan, who was a lot of people's first, you know, playing the role of... Lacey Underalls. Lacey Underalls. Still looks awesome. She looks awesome. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you're talking about, like, super hot women staying hot at later. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer. I could show you a lot of examples where they don't look awesome anymore, bro. <laughs> I could show you a lot of examples where it was like. You thinking about Daisy Duke? <laughs> look at what she looks like now, and you would just, your jaw would drop. And it's same with some guys. You know, some guys age like fine wine. Other guys fall apart. I mean, you've seen some pictures Val of Kilmer? Val Kilmer. <laughs> Why is he the first guy I'm sorry, Val. We know you like the show. We apologize. It, it does just... seem to happen less often, though, for uh, And the I, I'll give you this, Val. You but... are not the worst Batman ever. So I'm just going to say that for the record. There is actually a worse Batman than you. So, Clooney. No. I, I would put Clooney ahead of this guy, too. Ben Say Clooney's... Oh. I'll take anybody over. I refuse to watch. I refuse to watch. Anyone. He is... It, it, like the whole series is dead to me <laughs> once he went in that until direction. they until they figure it out. Oh, and now they got a Justice League. You know he's got to be part of that too. Uh, I'm out. Out. I'm out on out. it. Out. Out. And I love Batman. It's yeah. a shame. All right. I'm gonna give you one here. Um, speaking of superheroes, what altern uh, alternative name for the periodic element Mercury is also the name of a Marvel superhero? Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Nick is oh. right and on. You can top throw of a that. clothing brand. On yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite clothing brands. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So throw one back at me, and then we'll. Uh... All right. Let's say true or false for you here. Mm. America spends more time in daylight savings time than in standard time. The reminder for everybody. You used to have to set your clocks back, but now we kind of don't even. Do we even yeah, it's all our digital phone? now. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say true, just because why are you asking it? It is true. Yeah. 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 We yeah. spend more time in daylight savings time than standard It's time. a le- legit guess, got to be honest with you. I had no idea of how to measure that question in my head, whether we do or don't. I know there's some places that don't do it, uh, a couple of states that don't do it, and uh, they're just like. So Arizona and Hawaii don't do it. Yeah, it made sense before there was electricity. I think FDR was the one that allowed you to Make the decide on your yourself. own, and two states decided not to. I'm curious if you know this question. You know what daylight savings time was referred to uh, in World War I? Uh, allied time? It's called wartime. Wartime. You ever heard that before? No. Wartime? No, no, no. So that's how people credit it to Franklin, Ben Franklin's idea. Of daylight savings time, sure, but it was implemented in World War One, okay, to save, I guess, 
gas or something, you know, because of rations. Yeah, or to save energy. Energy. Yeah, because you know? if you want the daylight savings time, you use less energy. And uh, that, that's how it came. They call it wartime. Wartime. We're going to war, folks. Always fun. Um, I'm curious uh, how you do with this one. I, I assume, like, most people know this, but I, I also assume that there's a there's an excellent chance of getting one or two wrong. As I redirect, right. re, you know, redirect the mic in a proper position there. I'm curious if you know the four colors that make up Ink Printer's CMYB model. So all inkjet printers, uh, including our own, which I just had to go through. A, all right, so let me write a, these down. Exhausting, I'm probably going to get this an wrong. An exhausting right, process C- of cleaning. Uh, y. C M. C M. Y B. Y B. Because uh, all right, it's just so a I hope I don't get screwed on this. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, the, the B is not black, right? It is black. <laughs> I love when you ask a question in the form of a reverse elimination. I like, thought that people, these were. I thought this was for the color end, also. and then they mix these together. So, people, all right. People come up to me and be like, "Number four can't be this, right?" Is Y yellow? Yes. Is M magenta? It is. And is C cayenne? Yes. Yeah. See, I knew C C M and Y. How did I there screw that up? No, the easy one was B black. That is the easy one. Yeah. Uh, I and magenta, ah. yellow, and black. That's uh, you can get any color through those four combinations of colors. Apparently, any color in the rainbow. Da, 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 da. All right, give me another one, then I'll throw one more back at you. Cassandra Peters has made her final appearance. Do you know who Cassandra Peters what is? What a tragedy! Yeah, <laughs> no, I, have no idea. I have no idea who that well, is. Well, we are doing this the day after Halloween. Okay, it's still Elvira has no. retired. Cassandra Peters. She's alive. <laughs> And she's still doing that? Yeah. And she has a up until, name? Up until yesterday. Elvira. Oak Ridge Boys. My heart's on fire. The best. Uh, <laughs> did you ever see the family guy where, uh, I guess, like, Meg gets hit on by, by a lesbian? And uh, somebody says to Peter, like, how do you know she's a lesbian? And uh, Peter, like, turns around. And the four of them are singing the Oak Ridge Boys, Elvira. The four girls are singing the Oak Ridge Boys, Elvira. And it gets to, like, one, and she's got, like, you know, the nozzle piercing, like, a mohawk. And it's like, giddy up, giddy up. Bow, bow, bow. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was one of their, one of their better jokes uh, of all time. But that's, uh, yeah, so Elvira. That's, uh, I don't you know. She used to, like, be the... Uh, the MC of like a spooky movies night on yeah. like you know whatever that's else. I, that's what I knew her from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I dug that. You know, I'm not into. I don't, I don't like scary movies that much. So I don't like scary movies. No, no. I like yeah, sleeping at night. Not my. Yeah, yeah. It's just not my thing. So, and especially like I watched all the Nightmare on Elm Streets as a kid. And whatever that would leave me. Oh yeah, I never, I never I'm seen one of them. Totally distraught. <laughs> I could <laughs> barely get through Scream. Like. Yeah, Scream doesn't, you know, that wasn't really much. All right, this is actually a good one, kind of coming off of Halloween, but a uh, little, little aftermath of Halloween trivia. What name is given to an underground cemetery? An underground? An underground cemetery. All right, I think I might know this. Is it called a catacomb? It is a catacomb, yes. a catacomb. Not a honeycomb, a catacomb. So yeah, I think Rome has yes extensive miles and miles and miles. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, Much that of that great. movie takes place in a catacomb. All right, I can tie this together with something here. Hey, rock and roll. What brand of cigars 
is named after a Alexander Dumas novel. What brand of cigars is named after an Alexander Dumas novel? And uh, and I'll tell you why. This novel is the reason I was able to get that question right. The Man in the Iron Mask? Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo. Yeah, the Count yeah. of Monte Cristo. Did he do the Man in the Iron Mask too? Yeah, that's him. Okay, good. At least I got uh, the author <laughs> yeah, with the, author, the right, right book. So there you go. It'd be like, uh, Tale of Two Cities? Uh, no, wrong author. But, but, but a big part of that novel takes place in the catacombs. There you go. In Rome. So that, count, I knew, yeah. That, yeah that's where I was. Uh, is this sandwich related at all? <laughs> that is some sandwich. I'll tell you what. Really, oh. Who thought of that? Just somebody that wanted to kill you by the Let's time you're 50. So you get French toast, which on its own is a lot. It's a lot to it's, take it's down. It's bread that is dipped in egg, dipped in egg batter, and fried. Like you right. couldn't have bread covered in butter and syrup. Don't forget that. I got an idea. Ham. <laughs> Let's go with turkey. ham, turkey, and Swiss cheese. cheese. <laughs> sounds delicious. <laughs> I don't know. What to, it, it is. It How is, can that not be delicious? It is every bit as good as it sounds. It is probably what I will have on Thanksgiving. I, I don't think, think I've eaten one of those since I was maybe eighteen. Yeah, I think Denny's, you can get one. I don't know how good it is, but like that might be a good Thanksgiving treat. Down Beach Deli is the place that I Ooh, first uh, encountered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Shout it, out they, to Down Beach. If you're ever in Moorgate City, New Jersey, folks, Down Beach Deli, check it out. The Monte Cristo is ridiculous there. It's on like holla bread. Right. Not holla, but like holla. Holla. It's like a <laughs> particular holla. type of bread right? from kosher bakeries, I think. All right, I got another one for you before right. we move on to uh, – actually, you know what? We got to move on to sports because we're, we're, we're already – Give it to me. I'm waffling. I'm waffling. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Powdered uranium. Oh, geez. forget it. Let's go. It's not sports. edible, despite being named after what colored dessert? Colored dessert. Colored dessert. Powdered uranium is not edible, despite being named after what colored dessert? One of my all-time favorite Dave Chappelle jokes. Powdered uranium. Powdered uranium. Is not edible. Yep. This was a big deal during the Bush administration. And uh, Colin Powell like, gave a press conference talking about it and as a cause for war for going Iraq because they sold this to uh, allegedly to terrorist groups or to Middle Eastern groups. and Oh, powdered uranium? Yeah. But Jeez. they called it this over and over and over and over again to the point where it they was like, pretty funny. And uh, Chappelle did a Jeez, huge skit how did I miss about this? it. Uh, all right. I told you I would answer quick, and I'm not answering quick. Yeah, so okay. let, let me just uh second here. We'll go with. Do, do, do. I try to do the Jeopardy theme in my head every time you can't come up with a thing. And, like, I used to have it on cue. So maybe I'll start getting it on cue so I can do that fill time. But uh, your final answer is. Man, I wish I had something blank. good. Blank. Thanks for having a blank. You ready? Mm. Yellow cake. Okay. You wouldn't have gotten it? No, yellow, probably not. Yellow cake, powdered uranium. So, yeah, there was a, a great Chappelle skit before Barack Obama was elected president where it talked about what who, like, the first black president should be. Okay. And I think he had, like, Moss Def as, like, <laughs> right? president. Yeah. And he just given this whole thing, like, man, them mother got yellow cake. You understand what I'm saying? They got yellow cake. <laughs> <laughs> so it was... 
everyone who's familiar with the Chappelle show will certainly know yellow. Yeah, I was just drawing a blank coming up with a color. I'm surprised there's not more desserts named after colors. But I couldn't lead you in any To me, yellow cake there. is sort of like the thing that you use to make a dessert. It's sort of the basis. Sponge cake, right? It's like yeah. you put icing. Some... Yeah, I, would, I wasn't thinking yellow cake. All right, you got one more general knowledge before we do sports? Yeah, sure. Let me, uh, let me get to the bottom of this here. Sometimes we spend 30 minutes on general knowledge. We've only gotten like you know, 15, so. Oh, I got something interesting for you. What oh, continent? I have one more. I can't. Has the this. most billionaires? On what continent could you find the most billionaires? So I almost feel like you're asking this to trick the population. Uh-huh. So I I would say that like if your first gut hmm. says North America, that's where the trick is. So I'm going to go with my second gut, which is Asia. All right, you got it, man. Asia. Well, I would have definitely thought North America. I, I think the I, U.S. would have some. I didn't really know the and... answer to that. <laughs> I just assumed that you're only asking it because it's not what I think it is. So I went with what I thought it might be as a result. Um, but, you know, I just figured China. Yeah, probably, nicely done. Probably going bonkers uh, with billionaires from manipulating currency. But you didn't hear that from me, folks. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's see. Uh, this is actually an interesting one since you're talking in uh, – Talking in uh, terms of billions, uh, two million, two hundred fifty million, or two point five billion. How many people ride the New York Public Transit Authority system annually? So two million, two hundred fifty million, or two point five billion. Uh, this goes into something I was going to ask later in geography history, but uh, all right. So it's either. So the total passengers in a year? Total passengers on in a New year. York Transit. All right. So you figure I'm not sure the numbers, but just ten million people a day. Ten million people a day. Is that even possible? All right. I'll say two point five billion. Two point five billion. It's such a big number, it's sort of hard to get to. But I'm, I'm <clears> throwing <throat> people away from it by giving you two fifty million. I know everybody's gonna be like more than two million people ride it, probably more than two million ride it in a day. Uh, but it's yeah, it's two point five billion. It's hard to just even do the math to come up with that number, but it's just such a huge number. It's exactly the same number of subs that Sugar House Sub sells <laughs> sold since uh, what seventy seventy. <laughs> yeah, so amazing. I mean, they're like right in the exact same space. You talk about all the people that ride New York City tra- Transit subs, and uh, is it, so for those of you who don't know, who have no idea what we just talked about, there's a, a sub shop. Mays Landing, New Jersey, called Sugar House Subs. Fantastic. Sugar Hill. Sugar Hill Subs. I'm sorry. I wanted mm-hmm. to say Sugar House Subs because uh, Sugar House, I believe, House. is a casino. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So Sugar Philly. Hill Subs. So Sugar Hill Subs has a sign that's had on there since the 70s when it opened that says over one billion subs served. So Nick went in there a number of years ago and said to them, "I did the math for you to serve a billion subs. You would have had to sell like 300 a minute every minute you're open." Since the day around the clock, around the clock, <laughs> and and the guy looks stone faced at him and goes, "We're almost at two billion. <laughs> it was just the best response you could ever give. Yeah, sounds like, best. "Well, I've been in here for like five minutes and, and you haven't sold any. Nobody so you're gonna have to sell twenty four hundred subs in the next minute to make up <laughs> to for make the five minutes. minutes I've just been in here." And he's like, "Yep, yep." <laughs> <laughs> you gotta admire that. So 2.5 billion people. All right. Uh, you want to move to sports? Sure. All right. Let's do it.
throw one at me and I'll uh, do something. I got plenty. All right. Who, uh, what NBA player signed a $148 million contract after playing only 31 career games? This player in the NBA signed a $148 million contract and has played 31 career games. You wonder why the NFL You're players... You're not trusting the process, Nick. Yes, there you go. You're not the trusting process. the process. <laughs> got to no. trust the process, Nick. You got to trust the process. The process involves having a guy who cannot stay healthy. By the way, they play 82 games a year. Right. So they, this guy <laughs> played 31 games total in his once, career. Once. But they yeah. were like... That's enough. That's enough. We're good. We like Less you. than half a season. Yeah, and he can't stay healthy. And uh, let's give him one forty-eight guaranteed. Keep drafting these guys that can't stay healthy. So it's Joel Embiid, right? That we're talking yes. about, but they they can't stay healthy. They keep drafting guys who can't stay healthy, and then they're like the next year they're like, remember the number one pick in the draft last year? Like, no, who was that? It's like, oh, he's on our team now. He's <laughs> playing again. It's like, oh, he's going to be the rookie of the year. That's fantastic. Didn't you just have the number one pick again? Yeah, where's he? He's out. Probably. Hurt. Yeah, he's he's hurt. Oh, when's he going to play? Like Chick Fil A next year. <laughs> They've had a Chick-fil-A. Well, you know, it does wonders for your health when you when you have a steady diet of Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that should be a... The number one reason. Red yeah. flag. Yeah, a little bit. Um, oh, this is an interesting one. Six foot nine, seven foot four, seven foot seven. How tall was Andre the Giant? And just say him again for me one more time. Six foot nine, seven foot four, seven foot seven. Seven four. Seven four. You got it. Yeah. I was steering people to six nine. I figure people will be looking at that and be like, "Oh, maybe he really wasn't as tall as we think he I was." I just know for I knew he was seven foot something, and seven seven is a like too minute, tall. Yeah, a little little minute, minute bull tall. What's what, six? Yeah, Sean Bradley tall. Who's yeah, seven foot six. Yeah, so it seemed like, I didn't think he was that at that number. Right. Uh, let's see if you didn't know this one. What two major league baseball managers, one winning his team's division two consecutive years, and the other reaching the league championship series, were both fired? So you know, I know this. Uh, so one's Joe Girardi, who got <laughs> right? asked by the Yankees. I mean, for, for, for what grounds? I mean, they completely overachieved. Is Joe Torre coming back? Uh, who are you going to get? I, I, I'm, I'm I just dying don't to understand know. the Don grounds. Mattingly? Is it going to be Mattingly? It blows me away. This guy completely overachieved with a young team, got him to the league championship series, and and he's nearly, won the World Series. He nearly won incredibly it. successful. There must just be some friction, like the players talking, whatever else. You know what I mean? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, it's, it's crazy. It, it, it doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense. And then, of course, um, Dusty Baker for the Washington Nationals, right? No. So no, but if that's correct, then maybe I have to add it. He got fired, yeah. and he won his division two years in a row. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they've won it two years in a row. Oh, okay. Because you could also add uh, John the, Farrell from the Boston Red Sox. To oh, that yeah, list. yeah, yeah. So did, who also won a World Series in didn't, 2013? Uh, but didn't. Uh, the year the Mets made the World Series two years ago, you were a wild card, weren't you? I was pretty sure the Nationals won. Let's see. Let's go to the videotape. That's why we have the internet, folks. It's there for us to check these things. Uh, National League East Division winners. I know who it isn't. It's the Florida Marlins. Not the answer. <laughs> no. They've never won. Made it to the World Series twice, but have never won. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Who won it? Nationals back-to-back years. Wow. So that's two guys that have won their division in back-to-back years. Yep, not good enough. You're fired. So. I mean, as the Mets, I'm just trying not to lose 100 games. 
with my manager. And these guys are winning well, divisions. I'm a Brewer fan, man. Back-to-back like, years, and they're getting fired? You want to bring the lizard over here. I, I like my manager now, but like, there's years where I was... Although we fired our manager, Ned Yost, and he went on to win the World Series with uh, the Kansas City Royals of all teams. Mm-hmm. With half the roster that we traded to them for Zach Greinke. Like the core of the Kansas City Royals was right. the group that we traded for Zach Greinke. Yeah. <laughs> so, like Lorenzo Kane, that, that shortstop. They were like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's your best prospects. Okay, fantastic. We'll see. Tough business being a major league manager. Woo! All of a sudden, remember when you know, like Lasorda was just there for thirty years, and these guys are just synonymous with the team. That's crazy. All right, this is an interesting one. I got this from Rappaport's book. Uh, I'll give him a free plug here. It's called uh, "This Book Has Balls," and it's uh, rising up the bestseller charts. Actually, three right now on the Audible list of uh, most downloaded books. Huh. Uh, from 1959 until 1970, only three teams won an NBA championship. Name them for 10 points apiece. All right, so say the years again. 1959 until mm-hmm. 1970. Okay. So we got the Celtics. They won most of them. And we got the Lakers. They did not win any of them. From 59 to what year? 70. Lakers never won. Hmm. They played a ton. They lost a ton. Okay. All right, so I just get one more? Yep. Hmm. Boy, I thought this would have been easier. Well, that's why. So we a do team that won that's the, why we the play championship the games, in the '60s is pretty much what yep, it is. There's right? one other team that won a championship in the '60s. Oh, I thought you said there was three. Well, there's three teams total, but one of them won in 1970. Oh, okay. Man, Knicks. Knicks, 1970. Okay. I was, I was thinking I had the Knicks in the '70s. Um, so I got two out of three? Yep. The last one, the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, I thought of them, too. 19, I, th- I want to say 67 or 68, but I'm pretty sure it's 68. I'll uh, I'll confirm here, but they were the only one that won. So, like, the the Lakers went on just the dominant of dominant runs. Or not the Lakers, sorry. The Boston Celtics went on the dominant of dominant runs. Most of the time they played the Lakers, but the Philadelphia 76ers won against the San Francisco Warriors in 1967. What was another team I was So starting in 59, it was Boston-Minneapolis Lakers, then Boston-St. Louis Hawks, Boston-St. Louis Hawks, uh, Boston-LA Lakers. First time they played 1962. It's a good trivia question for the future uh, because they first played as the Minneapolis Lakers, then in 1962, Los Angeles. Yeah, that's Six, why they're called the Lakers. Not yep. a lot of lakes in Los Angeles. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless you uh, count the pool. It the, is strange the, the with teams move, but they uh, don't change dreams. Their, like the Utah Jazz is just the ultimate clash of two cultures that have yeah. nothing to do with each other. That kept the name. It's like the Utah Boar should have been the. It's, well, it's almost like something that just got overlooked. Like they were like, "All right, well, we got to change this. We got to change it. Mm-hmm. We can't keep the Jazz." And it's like. So- 62-63 against the Celtics, 64 against the Warriors, 65-66 against the Lakers. I'm sorry, yeah, uh, Lakers, 62-63. Then Warriors, then Lakers, 65-66. and 66. Then uh, the Warriors lost to the Sixers in 1967. Then the Celtics again against the Lakers in 68. Celtics again against the Lakers in 69. Then the Knicks against the Lakers in seven games in 70. Wow, so the Lakers really didn't break through. Nope. For a long, long time. Nope. The first time they broke through was 1972, and they upset the Knicks um, in 1972, four games to one. So mm-hmm. the Milwaukee Bucks won it in 71, then the Lakers in 72, then the Knicks again in 73, and then uh, the Celtics returned for a uh, another run in 1974. So 
There's your little NBA history. Throw one more back at me. I'll give you at least one more. Okay. Let's see. Did you see what 37-year-old Swiss announced her retirement from tennis? As soon as you said 37-year-old Swiss, I was like, I got the answer. Roger Federer, her. Oh, I don't know. Uh, nah. Funny thing is I thought that she retired 15 years ago. <laughs> But just announced that uh, apparently she's been playing doubles. Hope it's not Martina Navratilova. Uh, Martina, named after Hingis? Martina Navratilova. Yes, Hingis? Martina Hingis. Your your woman? My woman. <laughs> she's been I'm a big fan. I thought she retired in like '98. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, she's only 37. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> she's younger than us. Say, it's just a crazy story all the way around. God bless Tom Brady because at least he's still older than me. <laughs> say what you want, but that's not, he's older. Yeah, how um, is Martina Hingis younger than us? That doesn't make any sense to me at all. It throws my sense of reality completely for a loop. <laughs> now, this is a good one. I want to see if you know this one. Uh, this will be my last sports question for you there. Um, 2014, what Wisconsin running back broke a 15-year-old all-time single-game rushing record with 408 yards, only to see the record fall next week? Just give me the year again. 2014. So this guy had 408 yards in a single game, and it was a uh, record, uh, a 15-year-old single-game record, right? Okay. He broke. Right, so he broke a record that was 15 years old, and then somebody broke it the following week. The next week. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? You'd be like, oh, that one's going to stand for the ages. 2014? That one didn't last a week. Hmm. I think you got me on this one. Melvin Gordon. Ah, he went to Wisconsin? Yes, he did. Yep, yep, two first-round picks that year in the running back, Gordon and Todd Gurley. Oh, well, running back. I thought you meant Wisconsin had two first-round Oh, no, 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 no. Two, two running backs in the first round that are you know fantasy-relevant, as we like to say. All right, so uh, you want to throw one more sports back at me, and then we'll move on to geography history. All right. Uh, what two NFL quarterbacks are leading this year in passing touchdowns? They're tied. Two quarterbacks tied with the most passing touchdowns in the NFL. Let me know if you want a clue. No. Um, well, I know Deshaun Watson is already at 19, so I'm going to say he's there. You got one of them. All right. So who is the other one? Like, remarkably, could it possibly be Alex Smith? No, it's not Alex Carson Smith. Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz. That was, that's, I was saying, that's right. What one team do those two have in common? Yeah, no, I was there. I was right there. The I Browns. Like, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. We're going to both of them in the last two years. But remember, we were talking about the rookie record all time. It's Peyton yeah. Manning and Russell Wilson. 26. 26. So, like, you know, Watson is. And Watson's got the Indianapolis this week. <laughs> he might break it. <laughs> break know, it he, in any, or or one he could these. be at, like, 24. Well, if he threw week. four in Seattle. What's he going to do? That's where it all goes wrong, though. When you start making those predictions, oh, well, he did this in there, so he's obviously well, going to so do this So far, it hasn't there. gone wrong for him in yeah, any predictions you've made. No, but it could easily be, like, two touchdowns and Lamar Miller gets two touchdowns. You don't know. I mean, I just don't think it's going to keep oh, up. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if he keeps up a pace of he, two he, a he week, might he'll not shatter need, the record. He might not need to throw that many touchdowns against Indianapolis the way they're playing and the way they can control the clock. So, you know, yeah, there's, there's a lot that could happen there. All right, let's move on to some geography history. Of uh, today's Quizzo Trivia Podcast, episode 30, if you could believe it. 
Uh, this is an interesting one. Alaska has the most coastline in the United States of America. What state ranks second to Alaska? Most coastline in the United States of America. This is a very tricky question because there is multiple states that would lead you to believe that they are number two. I think the obvious one is Florida. That is the answer. Okay. Yes, because it has the whole way around Around. on both sides. Right. Whereas California just has that one stretch. Well, you know what was tricky? What's that? Michigan. It's tricky to rock a rhyme. To rock a rhyme. That's right on time. It's tricky. It's tricky. Uh, Michigan is two peninsulas. There you go. It's true. So that's that's but where. It's, I, but it's so much smaller than Florida. Is it? Yeah, I would think so. Eh, I don't know. I thought it was close. Eh. Uh, nope, it is Florida. So, all right, uh, throw one back at me and I'll give you another one. All right, so you were talking about uh, transit earlier. Mm. So I have uh, a two for 10, three for 20. And you have to have these uh, in the right order here. So I want you to go with, uh, f- this is subway systems, okay? Subway systems. Give me the oldest, the first in the U.S., and the largest. The oldest is London. You got it. The first in the U.S. had to be New York. Nope. Damn. Chicago? Boston. Boston. Okay. Good for Boston. Uh, the T, as they call it. The largest. New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's London, Boston, New York. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. I did not know that Boston was the first uh, subway in the United States. Yep. So that's that's, it, that's trivia the worthy all by itself. I'm not sure if people know that London's the first or not. But I did. I, I knew that, but I knew it because it was something very specific I remember reading. In, right. In, uh, in, you know where I actually read sense. that? It was in one of those like trivia books. Remember like the old school trivia books we used to have with like you know the firsts? We had a yeah. book, book of firsts. Sure. So that was a whole page in the book of firsts. Well, I also think by asking the oldest, then the first in the U.S., okay. it gives people the idea that the oldest is not the same as, as the first in the, the first, U.S. Right. right. So this is an interesting one. I, you know, you talk about like weird geographic anomalies, like you know San Marino and the Vatican and Monaco, okay. right? You know, countries, countries surrounded by other countries, right? And just like how they ended up keeping their own independence or whatever else. And of course, yeah. the Spanish issue going on right now with. Uh, the Catalan region. Sure. Uh, so th- this is one that I don't think is on many people's radars. Like, you've heard of it. You may have heard the name, but you're like, I have no idea what, what's the deal with them. So Lesotho is an African country entirely landlocked in what other African country? Have you ever heard of Lesotho? Mm, I mean, if I have, barely. You've never thought about taking a vacation to Lesotho? No, I've actually come to grips that I may never travel to Africa. No, I'm not going. I've always thought of maybe like that safari would be fun or whatever, but I'm like, really, how funny. You're going to die. I've been to the zoo so many times the last five years. You're going to die. Malaria. (laughs) I wish they offered like a one-day sort of trip to Egypt. I just seen, got you I've in seen, and out. I've seen that movie. You go over, you're having a nice couple of days in a resort hotel, and then like a uh, rebellion breaks out, and all of a sudden the entire thing is. Yeah, I'm not even seat. thinking of a couple of days. I'm thinking like, is there somewhere from like Greece or southern Italy that you could just shoot to Egypt, see the pyramids, the Sphinx, and get back by that night? So you're not, you're not actually subjecting yourself to an overnight. Because that would be a great trip. All right, so Lesotho mm-hmm. is entirely in. Uh, the Sudan. South Africa. Okay. 
Didn't, did not know that. Yeah, neither did I. I, I got to be honest. I didn't say it because I was like, oh, let's bring up Lesotho. I, I read about it. I was like, really? There's a country entirely within South Africa? South Africa in itself is just a fascinating region. It's, you know, a product of colonization and all kinds of whatever. But, like, I guess if there was one country in Africa I'd consider visiting, that would probably Who's be... Who's your most shocking person that's South African? Do you have uh, <laughs> Charlie's Theron yeah, by, by a wide mile, yeah. or Dave Matthews? Oh, he's South African. Yeah, he's South African yeah. too. All yeah, right. he's got he's got a lot of stories about like right, like a lot of his songs are Gary Player trips. <laughs> Gary Player. Oh, uh, we got to do a we got to do a picture round. So, yeah, we're already, we're already there. <laughs> yeah, once we're, you get to three. Already, well, you really got to get to six without thinking about it because sometimes digging the. But I bet you there's a lot that we don't we don't recognize. Nelson Mandela's there. Could put Matt Damon. Could, you know, you could put, uh, <laughs> you you could put Morgan Freeman. We got another three. We got five, right six. Yeah, right, you're, you know, you're there. You're there. Right. We're, we're definitely look out for the South African round, folks. It was just born on this. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. All right. I'll throw another one your way there. Uh, this is, um, I think, you know, we, we live pretty close uh, to this place. So it's something that I think if you're in this area, in the general Quizzo area, you got a better chance of getting. But if you're on the other side of the country, Maybe right. it's not as known, but uh, what nuclear power plant lies along Pennsylvania's Susquehanna River? Pretty sure they call it Three Mile Island. That's right, Three Mile Island, which just is a frightening... Oh, it's like, a sound, whenever I think of Three Mile Island, I think of fish with I five just, eyes. Right, I feel like the zombie apocalypse starts at Three, three Mile, Mile Island. Island right, yeah. like it sends out radiation. But was there a disaster that happened there when we were kids? Yeah. I so it's just kind of in the back of our heads. Yeah, it's like, like oh... The incident at Three Mile Well, there was Island. the one in Russia. That was the big... Chernobyl. Right. I have a crazy story about Chernobyl. Somebody told me this. This is just nuts. So this guy that he knew lived right on the edge of Chernobyl Okay, as a kid growing up. After the incident, Polish... Which was what, the 80? Yeah, something in the 80s. Yeah. Polish government official showed up his door. Showed up at his door. Gave his dad, his mom, and him a pill. And said, swallow this right now. They've never been sick since. The parents are still alive. They're in their late 90s. They've never had a single health condition. He has never had a cold. He has not only what? never had a cold, he has never had a headache. He has never had a back. You met the guy or this somebody told you about this guy? Somebody told me about this guy who was his best friend. Like, it, it wasn't like some, like... Best friend from where? Like, they lived together. It was an old guy that told me this story. Okay. And, um... It, uh, like, where did he meet the guy? Uh, they worked together. They okay. Were, so, wow, what a uh, story. It's, you know, it was, uh... So, it was before the disaster happened? It was right after, after the disaster happened. And he lived by the disaster? Within the the general outer bounds, within 100 miles of where it happened. Oh, man, that is... Crazy, right? Doesn't that just that be like, crazy. oh, my God. Like, what don't we know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering... And guy, and guy at this point, I think he... he the, the pill or the... The event, or you know, who knows? There's Let me a lot, ask you a there's question. There's a lot to that story. If you're at home with your family, right? And did you say a, a Polish official? Yo, he lived in Poland. Okay, so they were on the came knocking on the door. Yeah, and I was like, take this pill immediately. Take this pill immediately. Would you take it? Yeah, really? Probably. If if that happened and you knew about that happening, yeah, yeah, you, you'd probably take the pill. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> well. <laughs> Have you ever seen what happens to people who get radiation poisoning? I'm just thinking of a government official coming up to me and saying, quickly, take this pill immediately. I'm 
Right, but I'm not like saying in our case, you can test, in our current, so you can in our current dead situation. Body for I, the but I'm saying if in 1980 radio. I was in that situation and I had heard on the news that, oh, by the way, the nuclear power plant just blew up and somebody came to my door and was like, take this or you're going to die. Yeah, I'd be, you know, especially since I'd be poor. Yeah, I guess you're right. And I would have nowhere to go. Yeah, there's uh, so much less information back right. then. Uh, right. Yeah. In this circumstance, no. I'm not taking any pills. Man, what is in that pill? I'm, go- I'm going into the sea. <laughs> that's that's how I always look at it. Like, my way out is just the ocean. <laughs> like, I mean, there's got to be more people, though, that have taken this pill. we got to be able to... I don't know. No, that's, that's insane. Uh, it's a story. Um, all right. You got one more for me, and then we'll uh, move on to some entertainment. Sure. Uh, in 1517, who posted 95? Martin Luther. Yeah. You just said 1517, who posted? That, that's all you need you got me. For, the, <laughs> for the Lutheran referendum. You know. come on, yeah, I didn't know if you were that familiar with him. Oh, okay. I mean, come on. That's like uh, history 101 for yeah. me as far as. Okay. Uh, you know, I've always said this. Like the, that whole time period in terms of politics and whatever where the church was just basically everything was like a one world government. You know, they were the law. They're, you know, kings were kings, but it was the church that ran everything, really, and they were the ones who decided who's the king and who isn't the king. And, like, if it weren't for Martin Luther getting up there and having the balls to do that and not getting his head immediately lopped off, we'd all still be basically slaves to a religious... Yeah, well, it was just, you know, you could pay, in other words, to, yeah. get, your, <laughs> to get your sins forgiven. Sure. It was a monetary... That makes total sense, because God's like, oh, yeah, that bag of salt sounds good. Yeah. Sins forgiven. Works for me. So, yeah, no, that's Martin Luther. That's a good dude. (laughs) See, I'm good on you, Martin. I just didn't know if you would feel that way because of his anti Semitic stance. I didn't know if he was. I don't think there was anybody around there that wasn't wasn't anti Semitic (laughs) and that that was rolling around in the church. Like, it wasn't just anti Semitic, it was anti anything that wasn't a hardline doctrine believer of this. Like, the best, I forgot who who gave a rant about it, but it was like, uh, there was a point in the church's history where there was a huge war based on whether or not the nature of Jesus was closer to man or closer to God. Right. So they were just like, all right, the Coptics, right? Right. That's, that's yes. basically, they argued that. And they were like, okay, we're going to civil war over that. Right. Because they're wanted, not allowed to have that. That Right. Is he more the son of God or is, is he, he more a man? man? Right. right. You're, okay. You're going to die. We're going to kill you. <laughs> like, you know, I've always looked at uh, it as not being a very rational. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and here we are in 2017 and still. Well, Louis C.K. has the best line. He's like, you want to know how big religion is uh, today in this day and age, in this minute that you're living in right here? What year is it? No, no. His, his thing is the Christians won. Oh, yeah. He goes, you want to know, you know how who won? won? What year the is Christian it? One. You want to know how they won? Yeah, 2017. What year is it? Since what? <laughs> 2017 since what? <laughs> what does that mean? Since what? <laughs> right. So now he's 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 pretty dead on. All right. Let's move on to some entertainment, as to not offend the general. Uh, okay, I've got one last one Halloween geog- related question. That geography I can... history from the old. No, no. This is entertainment. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. Before we get get rid of uh, all Halloween problems. Do you know here. where Herman Munster worked? What type of business was Herman Munster in? Was he an undertaker? Yeah, funeral homes. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. I figured somewhere in the death world would yeah, would, uh, would strike me as being a perfectly logical place for a Frankenstein-looking person to... Yeah, I, I, I'd go to I was him. surprised I just didn't know that, like, right away. But, I mean, it makes I, sense. I, I mean, 
I don't know what else. It would have been funny if he was like an insurance salesman. That's a show I've often thought about going back. I loved it as a kid, but I haven't seen it in forever. Can't imagine it holds up. Do any of those shows hold up for you? Like, could you watch The Stooges? I mean, I loved The Stooges when I was a kid, but I haven't seen it's it funny. in so long. It's funny. I got a so Stooge long. question coming up next week. I was going to save it for next what week's was the, podcast. Um, but... What was the show that uh, Seinfeld was saying he based his show off of? Did you hear this? No. Yeah, it was... Um, Abbott and Costello. Oh, okay. And he yeah. said he, it was like two guys trying to get through the world together. Right. Yet everybody they encountered was evil for no good reason. <laughs> that and that's that was what he based Seinfeld on. But it's of. like Seinfeld, he and George were evil for no reason in most cases. Well, him and George are definitely Abbott and Costello in the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense, but... They're usually like the biggest jerks in the entire. Uh... Right, but were, were Abbott and Costello also I jerks? I don't know. I didn't watch enough of. Uh, I know Abbott there's the, the one is Abbott and Costello Who's meet Frankenstein. First. Okay, that's apparently the must watch right. of that. So. Uh, I'd go back if I you're going to revisit any of that I'd stuff. Find it funny. Start with I, that. I have a weird sense of humor anyway, so I doubt I'd find that you know that slapsticky type stuff. I mean, the Stooges are in you know entertaining. I wonder if like, out on I guess it, like, maybe if I had boys, like, I would watch the Stooges with them because it would be fun to you just laugh at people getting hurt. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know that I would revisit it. No, I don't think I could go down there. Um, well, this is a good one for you. <laughs> uh, all right. So I mean, I think this is like easy, but it's just like one of those. I, I like. I'm asking you this only because I like pointing it out how. This element of Quizzo is a necessary element, and this is the nostalgic element, where you ask a question you know most people are going to get, but you want to remind them of something that makes people happy. Okay. Right? Sure. So you just throw a question in there. It's like, ah. And, like, this show is one of those cross-boundary shows where I think that regardless of your ethnicity or, you know, whether you're black, you're white, Spanish, whatever else, you grew up and you like this show. I've never really heard anybody talk bad about it. Well, let's see if I can. Um, all right. So where was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air raised? Philadelphia. Nah, I need more specific than that. West. <laughs> West Philadelphia, born and raised. Right, from the, the lyrics of that song. Absolutely. So yeah, you're right. Like, that yeah, is yeah. one of the most popular songs. You know, yeah, it's just everybody forever. knows that. Like, I can, I can, when I do the TV theme night, uh, theme song, uh, music round. Sometimes I'll just play the opening drop to that, where it's like, boom, 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 boom. That's it. That's and all you need. Immediately, yeah, that, like they, they that baseline. Know yeah, same with Seinfeld. You know that that crazy baseline. But, but I think Fresh Prince was definitely one of those that like didn't matter what you were, you liked that show. Do you remember uh, the Fresh Prince's Hall- Halloween spoof song? Yeah, Nightmare on My Street. Yeah, Nightmare on My Street. Yeah, of yeah. course. That was the early stuff. I probably still remember the lyrics to it. It was one of the few rap songs I remember. I definitely think I still remember the lyrics the parents just don't understand. Yeah. That was a revolutionary when that came out, right? <laughs> I don't know about revolutionary, but it was like... That's one of the first times I remember DJ like rap Jazzy being Jeff. mainstream. Sure, Kid and Play. like The movies like it crossed over for sure. But What was that Kid and Play movie? Remember that? House Party. Yes. I loved it. Yeah, that was a ride. <laughs> loved House Party. <laughs> Which one had the hair? Kid or play? Kid. There you go. So there's free trivia for you right there. <laughs> Hope I'm right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if it was play, we're sorry, play. I'm pretty sure it was kid. Yeah, I think uh, like Chris Cross, remember them? One of them I do remember them. One of them's dead. Yeah. It sucks. All right, go ahead. So we were, talking about, we were talking about Jerry here. Yep. 
And uh, we'll stick with Seinfeld for one. Do you uh, do you remember Jerry's girlfriend's name in the episode titled The Junior Mint? What was Jerry's girlfriend's name in the episode titled The Junior Mint? <sighs> There's almost no chance I have of getting this only because, like, I know all his girlfriends, but I can never remember, like, which one was for which thing. Um, but was this also the one where she had a female body part that... Yes, like, yes, uh, that's, that's that's it. Okay, you so, got it. So her name was Dolores. Yes, yes. The whole, the whole point of the episode was he couldn't remember her name, but she kept making the joke that her name rhymes with the female body part, and it got her, you know, constantly laughed at as a kid. So he kept just, he couldn't think of which body part it was. He couldn't, under, you know, it was just racking his mind the entire time. And he kept being like, oh, you. And then finally she just called him on it at the end of the episode. And uh, she's like, you don't know my name. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> yes, I do. And she's like, what is it? And he's like, Mulva? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's one of the most famous of his episodes. Yeah. The Mul- Junior Mint episode. Mulva was his final answer. And then she got up and then he, you know, shouted out the window, Dolores! And he was ah. Yeah, oh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good one. Um, right, way to work it up. Yeah, you remember why the Junior Mints mentioned? Well, that's isn't that what Kramer's eating when they're, they're is he there for like surgery yeah, or they're something? Watching a surgery session, and he drops it. And he's like, Junior. The Junior Mints' antibacterial properties interacted with his wound, and it saved that man's life. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the... Meanwhile, he's just like eating Junior Mints. Yeah, like, and one of them you... fell in the guy. Like a junior Mint? Yeah, one <laughs> of them literally fell in the guy, which I thought was great. Um, do you know what role in common was played by Chris O'Donnell and Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Batman. Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in Batman? He was Batman? Oh, I meant Robin. Yes. What I meant. There you go. <laughs> I said Batman... See, I actually, I'm still not over Ben Affleck. No, no. I actually asked the question, Burt Ward, Chris O'Donnell, or Joseph Gordon-Levin, but I knew if I asked Burt Ward, you would immediately go with Sure, because what else is Burt Ward known for except for that except autobiography for that he wrote? Yep, yep, yep. And uh, can you give me the three directors who have directed Batman? Or give me... Okay, so I, I can no, give wait, you three. I, Christopher I, Nolan. I actually ask it the reverse. Burton. I tell you the directors, and I say what movie have they all directed what franchise have they all been directors as part of? All right, because there might be more that directed than just these guys. Because there's a lot of sh- you know, a lot of bad Batman. Yeah, so I, I mean, went for a second curse word. <laughs> I've got Christopher Nolan and I've got Tim Burton. Yep, they they were the ones that did the ones I liked. Yeah, Joel Schumacher. Okay, was not was uh, he would have been a tough get for the me. other big name there. Um, all right, you got anything else before we uh, we wrap it up on today's Quizzo Trivia Podcast? I got one more thing that brought attention. Uh, Inez Rayu? Inez Rayu. They mean anything to you? Nope. Absolutely nothing. Inez Rayu, uh, this year's uh, November Playmate. Okay. Playboy Playmate. Inez Rayu for November. Uh, she is the first uh, what? Transgender. <laughs> yes. The first transgender playmate, yeah, so we've crossed uh, that line. Well, last month on the Howard Stern show was the most unlistenable month in the history of that show, 
which they referred to. Well, I'm just wondering, uh, does does this issue have a big red warning sign uh, on the front cover? Or, like, uh, where are you with this? uh, (laughs) I will not be participating (laughs) in viewing. But do you think it should come with a warning? No, you know, I don't don't want to... I, 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 I'm uncomfortable talking about this. Okay, okay, <laughs> that is enough to, said. I don't want to offend people. You know I'm what okay I mean? Like, you know, get over it. Everybody's like, I, I get it from I mean, both who are we sides. offending? I, know. I don't this know. Is, uh, the November playmate. We're bringing it up, bringing it to people's I, attention. I, I don't think there's anything there. I think it's all. All right, gone. I've got something that you can't find offensive. Here you go. <laughs> Uh, Netflix just announced that what show will end after its sixth season. Netflix is just... Orange is the New Black? Nope. Oh. Uh, House of Cards. House of Cards. Yes, because of Kevin Spacey's <laughs> yes. scandal. So that we're all on board with, right? I. This is it for Kevin Spacey? I gave up with uh, House of Cards as soon as Trump became president because I was like, you just got outdone by the real thing. By the real thing is more interesting. Far than, more uh, interesting than following the TV show about what might happen in a situation similar to what already happened. I do think it was yeah, funny that's, how that's uh, weird. That's weird. Kevin Spacey finally comes out. And then that was <laughs> just to uh, cover up. Did he think that was going to cover up the headline? Uh, it did not. <laughs> it did not cover it up. He no, said, and it's an embarrassment that you would use that to. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I was gay, I would sort of be any of these people that are staying in the closet into their 50s or whatever. I, it just that would it would bother me. I wouldn't just be like, oh, OK. <sighs> you know, <laughs> it's just I don't I have no judgment. About but, like I don't. I, but this is coming out, and you're like, all right, this. I know what I'll do. I'll come out of the closet. That'll totally divert all the attention, and then I'll be embraced again. I don't think that was a strategy that played well to him because, first <laughs> no. of all, everyone knew he was gay. Right. <laughs> okay. We there. There was nobody I knew who knew of Kevin Spacey that didn't assume he was gay. Well, that's not true. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, I've have had this conversation, and somebody did well, say like, he's bisexual. Kevin Spacey's gay. Bisexual. Because he's had relationships with men and women and whatever else. Like, you know, not that there's anything wrong well, with Well, somebody that. brought up a good point, too, and they're like, you know, you can't get the same leading roles that you can. Sure. I, think, I, there's, like, really? I think there's something to that, uh, but, you know, not always. Like, Neil Patrick so can, Harris Okay, no so that's the perfect being, example. You know, I don't think he has a But it's sort of a his, comedy. Uh, like he he did it in what, what was that show called? How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. He played this guy, Barney. He plays a womanizer. A, a womanizing character. But it's in a comedy. But he's good at it. I don't look at him and be like, oh, he's really so I don't know. Gay. Would you buy him as like a leading man sure. in a Hollywood film? Sure. I have. Hmm. He doesn't strike. Well, let's not go with hypotheticals. Give me an example of a out-of-the-closet gay man who is a plays a leading Hollywood role in Wasn't Rock Hudson like a flaming homosexual? Yeah, but didn't he, did he ever come out when he was getting hired? No. Right. So what? That's my point. Oh, you're we don't have an example them, of a guy who's coming. getting a job who's out. Right, but there's probably countless examples of guys that are already getting those jobs that are gay that we just aren't being told are Ab- gay. Oh, absolutely. Doesn't. But I'm talking about somebody who is out of the closet, openly gay, playing a leading, like, you know. Well, like, all right, so uh, what Hollywood. about Portia de Rossi when she plays a straight woman? <laughs> to woman. <laughs> okay. I'm, just, I'm talking uh, about specifically openly gay yeah. man playing a leading male role. Uh, 
I'm trying to think of good examples, though, and I don't really there is the, I just really don't have the, any. The example is Neil Patrick Harris, who yeah. played one in a comedy show okay. in a sitcom. I, I don't, ha- I I don't have think that Kevin Spacey is after that role. No, but he does very deep stuff, and I, I again, he's I, actually, such a Actually, at this point, he'll actor. probably take any role. Well, you know, I don't think he needs to work at this point, but uh, I also think he's going to lay low for a little while. That was that's not good. You know, you don't want to get all that that stuff coming out. It's funny too because like when Harvey Weinstein gets accused of all this stuff, it's so easy to just be all over Harvey because he, see, even like, though he made some of my favorite Corey, movies, Corey Feldman you came out was like he and Corey Hayne were molested since they were kids by various directors right, or whatever. I, I, but here, here's like, my point: like Harvey Weinstein, I can still watch Pulp Fiction, right, And not, but not, like Kevin Spacey was in American Beauty. Sure. He was in the usual sweat, like you know. He's amazing in those. Movies. It's more I don't like it'll take away from him, but uh, I don't yeah, know. It might. Yeah, it's, like, it's hard to watch the Cosby Show. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, you got to be out on the Cosby Show, yeah. right? Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> no way. No, it's you can't feel good about that. Be like, oh, that's a good life lesson. Remember that clip from the Cosby Show about his barbecue sauce? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go uh, Google Cosby Show barbecue sauce scene. Barbecue sauce. All right, let's uh, call it quits on today's Quizzo podcast, episode 30. We'll be back for a less spectacular episode 31 next week, everybody. Get home safe. That's what I like to say at the end of Quizzo shows. It has no relevance for now because you're probably just listening to this in the comfort of your home. Well, you can be the car. Yeah, you never know. Right. It could be raining. All right, for Nick, my name is Drew. We will see you next week. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. I could do that. Really? Well, yes. As a journalist, I should get to know the city that I'm covering. But this is not a date. No, of course not. Strictly professional. Wonderful. Great. <laughs> so I pick you up 8 o'clock? Nine. Downstairs. Mr. Bergen, do you have a massive erection? Really? Yes, I do. Um, I'm sorry. It's the, it's the pleats. It's, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants that so fl- flattering the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now. I'm taking them back. 